Hi there. This is Allison McGee, your host. I am coming to you from the front porch. It's a very exciting day because I am waiting for a storm. The air is that greenish color. Everything is tight and tense. The humidity and heat are intolerable. Yes, people, Minneapolis is like that in the summer. And a huge crack and thunderstorm is on the way. I am thinking today about a note from a listener named Janet, a note that she sent in a couple of weeks ago. It was one of those letters that just made me want to reach out through the ether and give her a huge hug. Janet gave me permission to read her letter on air, so here it is. Dear Allison, I'm answering your invitation to ask for a poem, something I would ordinarily not do, I think, but I'm in need. You see, my mom is in hospice care. She had another stroke about a month ago, which this time completely debilitated her right side and seriously affected her speech. She's well cared for and content and very ready to say goodbye to her tired, broken body. She's 90. So she is gradually declining, inching her way out, unable to talk much, sleeping a lot. We can be with her a few hours a day. During this time, our oldest daughter had a baby, our first grandchild, named after my dad, his great-grandpa, who is still living and sitting by my mom's bedside. They live in Northern California, a long way from Minnesota. So I'm holding these precious souls and the wonder of life in my heart and body, swinging from feeling brokenhearted to thrilled by new baby love. I feel emotionally exhausted and aware of the sacredness, and at times I just say, this is hard. Anyway... That's a long-winded story to ask for a poem that you might know of that holds the circle of life and love. Janet's words, and I'm quoting, Swinging from feeling brokenhearted to thrilled by new baby love, I feel emotionally exhausted and aware of the sacredness, and at times I just say, this is hard. Feels so true, don't they? Her beautiful mother ready to leave this world, her beautiful daughter newly a mother, and the newest member of the family, her beautiful grandson named after his great-grandfather. All of it, all the emotions coming simultaneously and flowing through Janet, the woman in the middle, in a world that right now, without anything she's dealing with, feels so hard all on its own. See why I wish I could hug her? A woman in the middle, not caught or torn between two loves, the one for her mother and the one for her daughter and new grandson, but just feeling that love so intensely all of it, understanding that her mother needs to leave while welcoming her new grandson just as he arrives. Janet is both exhausted and aware of, as she says, the sacredness. 
when someone dies, there's always, for me, this kind of bafflement. Like, where are you? You were just here. You were just breathing in this world. And now, aren't you somewhere? It feels for a while, for me, again, just for me, as if they've stepped away. They've gone into another room somewhere, maybe to look for something, but they, they still surely have to be here somewhere. Even when I watch a coffin lowered into the ground, even when I glance at an urn of ashes on my shelf, it's still a strange feeling that, but wait, where did you go? Feeling. And where do we come from? I know that many people probably have answers to these lifelong questions of mine. Where do we come from? Where do we go? But I don't have a religion or a philosophy that answers those questions. My religion and my philosophy asks, but doesn't have answers. In the Hmong tradition, it's believed that babies wait in the clouds to be called down to earth. Here's an excerpt from the gorgeous Hmong memoir, The Late Homecomer, by Kao Kalia Yang. Before babies are born, they live in the sky where they fly among the clouds. The sky is a happy place, and calling babies down to earth is not an easy thing to do. From the sky, babies can see the chorus of human lives. This is what the Hmong children of my generation are told by our fathers and mothers, by our grandmothers and grandfathers. They teach us that we have chosen our lives, that the people who will become we had inside of us from the beginning, and the people whose worlds we share, whose memories we hold strong inside of us, we have always known. From the sky, I would come again. I am not Hmong. This is me, Alison, talking, not Kalia Yang. But this resonates with me nonetheless. All my life I've had a dream, the kind that comes between sleep and waking, and in it I'm moving down a kind of tunnel. There's no pain in this dream. Everything is warm, and there is soft metal touching down and glancing off my head, along with this awareness of what is happening and a sensation of patient waiting. The sensation inside me as I travel down this tunnel is one of inevitability. And even though I can't think in words, if I could, the words would be, here we go again. I've always known this is a memory of being born, and the soft metal on my head thing confused me until my mother told me I was a forceps baby. So when Janet, our letter writer, talks about her mother's leave-taking and her grandson's arrival, I wonder... What will she tell her grandson about her mother? What will her mother take with her of this new child? I picture Janet holding her mother's hand, holding her grandbaby's hand, holding them both in her heart, as life does what it will, as life releases itself and welcomes itself. Thinking about Janet's situation brought a poem instantly to mind. The Hammock by Lee Young Lee. 
There was a time in my life when I read Lee Young Lee's poems over and over to the extent that now they're just sort of in me. Lines float through my mind, are held in my heart, and the poet, although I've never met him in person, has formed himself inside me out of his words alone. Lee Young Lee's poems are all so reflective, full of bridges from one part of life to another, one human to another, that I can't read them or think about them quickly. His poems are themselves a kind of meditation. In the hammock, he's thinking about those who came before him and those who come after, and where we are in the in-between middle. Here's the poem. The Hammock by Lee Young Lee When I lay my head in my mother's lap, I think how day hides the stars, the way I lay hidden once, waiting inside my mother's singing to herself. And I remember how she carried me on her back between home and the kindergarten, once each morning and once each afternoon. I don't know what my mother's thinking. When my son lays his head in my lap, I wonder, do his father's kisses keep his father's worries from becoming his? I think, dear God, and remember there are stars we haven't heard from yet. They have so far to arrive. Amen, I think, and I feel almost comforted. I've no idea what my child is thinking. Between two unknowns, I live my life. Between my mother's hopes, older than I am, by coming before me, and my child's wishes, older than I am, by outliving me. And what's it like? Is it a door and goodbye on either side? A window and eternity on either side? Yes, and a little singing between two great rests. Well, that is it for today's episode, and thank you for listening. If you liked it, please spread the word by sending the link to someone else who might like it. And if you can figure out how and where to do it, please give us a good rating if you are so inclined. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Today's poem, The Hammock, by Lee Young Lee, is used with the permission of the Permissions Company, Incorporated, on behalf of BOA Editions Limited. The excerpt I read from The Late Homecomer, a Hmong family memoir by Kao Kalia Yang, is used with kind permission of the author, whose beautiful, beautiful works you can find more information about at her website, kaokaliayang.com. That's K-A-O-K-A-L-I-A-Y-A-N-G dot com. Words by Winter is created and hosted by moi, writer Allison McGee. Tell me what you are going through, what uncertainties or troubles you're dealing with, so that I can go in search of a poem to help you through, the way that poems have been helping me through everything, ever since I was a little girl. Sometimes life feels too hard, too intense, just too much, and if that is where you find yourself right now, please reach out. You can send a voice memo or a note 
to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. For more information, you can go to my website, alisonmcgee.com. Words by Winter, conversations, reflections, and poems about the passages of life, because it's rough out there, and we have to help each other through.